0: to my first dungeon. Playtest The tabletop role-playing podcast where we put game designers through their paces as we test drive a one-shot of an in-progress game they are working on and then circle back around to discuss what went right, what went wrong, and how we can make their games even better. Designing an original tabletop role-playing game is an incredibly fun and imaginative process, but at some point, you've got to take the words on the page and put them in front of real people to play with. Normally, one would wait until some of the kinks are ironed out before they recorded said game for public consumption, But I think it's only fair that if I want to put so many Game Masters through the test on this show, then I should also be willing to jump headfirst out of the frying pan and into the proverbial fire. As ever, my name is Brian Flaherty, and this season we are playing a game I created called Schrodinger's Cats. It is a game of kidnapped cats and quantum mechanics that draws inspirations from the mechanics of games like Ten Candles and Fiasco, and the aesthetics of Honey Heist and Something is Wrong with the Chickens. I've had a ton of fun writing the first draft of the game, but it is said that no plan survives first contact with the enemy. So I think it's time that we meet that enemy. And that enemy is my good friends who agreed to play the game. (laughs) First up, we have a pillar of the My First Dungeon games. You'll recognize her as Barbara from 10 Candles, Wendy the Chicken of Prophecy from Something Is Wrong With The Chickens, <laughs> and as Natasha Bolshoy from The 20-Sided Podcast. It nah. is Abby Hepworth. Hello. How's
1: it going? <laughs> Good. Excited to be playing yet another cat.
0: Oh yeah, you got you got I'm a lot familiar of cats in your the you? cat
1: with the cat world. Yeah. Yeah. Next up is another returning voice
0: that I am thrilled to have back on the mic. You loved him as Gord from our very first season and as Cleve Beef Chief from the 20-Sided podcast. He is also the host of Nerdy for 30, the podcast where he and his co-host talk about nerdyish things for 30-ish minutes. It's my friend and yours, but mostly mine, so back the fuck off. Kevin
2: Bauer! <laughs> Hello, Brian. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, thanks for being here. It's oh good to have God. you back.
2: Anytime. Seriously, anytime. You can call me in the middle of the night. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay.
0: And finally, I am pleased to introduce a new voice to this podcast. She is a seasoned improviser, regularly performing at the People's Improv Theater, The Magnet, and QED. We can find her hosting a number of shows, including Character, I Hardly Know Her. You can also hear her God, in the upcoming God. podcast, Game On, from Story Pirates and Sounds Funny Radio. And if you ever get a chance to see her two-woman show, The Parent Trap, Lord of the Twins trilogy, I highly recommend you do so. Uh, please welcome Julia Schroeder.
3: Wow, Brian. Okay, you know when people are guests on an, on a podcast, they go, wow, that intro. That <laughs> intro <laughs> you hear them do that. And now I would like to be someone who goes, Brian, wow. <laughs> That <laughs> <laughs> truly i'm so excited to be here thank you for having me <laughs> of course thank you for being
0: here welcome welcome one and all and thank you for being play testers for this game i'm super excited super nervous to try this out we've never done anything with it so who knows if this will work hopefully it does or at least it doesn't fully implode but either way excited to have you guys along for the ride
1: Yaha. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: you guys ready to get started Absolutely. No, I hope so. Hell yeah.
3: Maybe. <laughs> Remind me the stakes again.
0: <laughs> the stakes. Everyone knows that we cats have nine lives. Once spent, they linger and frolic in an in between place called the liminality, neither living nor truly dead. They are our friends, ourselves, our invisible companions. Now, someone has begun to steal away our spent lives, imprisoning them somewhere beyond. To find out who and to rescue ourselves, we must find a way into this liminal space. To be both alive and dead, we must become Schrodinger's cats.
4: Cats, 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 cats.
0: <laughs> but before we can do that, we got to become cats. So we're going to start by doing a little bit of character creation. So we're going to start by uh, figuring out what kind of cats y'all are. Who would like to start us off by rolling on the cat breed table? I can do it. All right. Go ahead. uh, Take a D6 and uh, go and roll D6. I'm going to do this one for cat breed. That's a two. Two. You are a tabby cat. Tabby. Abby the tabby.
3: Abby the tabby. (laughs) Oh, I'd be mad if you got anything else. Uh,
0: Julia, I want to... uh, bat second. I what's would. The, what's it's not cleanup. Batting second. You want a bat second?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what I know is that I was on deck before, and then what, well, and then now that would mean that I'm uh, up next. You're up. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Shake. Kitten. Kitten. <laughs> Got a
0: kitten.
3: You're a wee little lad.
0: And actually, before we roll with Kevin, Julia, how does your kitten know Abby's tabby cat? Mm. Mm.
3: Well so I I what I'm uh, I'm am kind of like a, a a niece. So this tabby cat um was like best friends with my mom. Um uh, you know they grew up together and whatever and then my mom <laughs> my mom goes this is someone you call aunt. You know what yes. I mean? It's not by blood right. but this is someone you call so you, so I'm you know I'm, Family. I'm I'm new to the world but but I feel safe with um Abby's tabby cat. Love it. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Kevin Go ahead and roll on the cat breed table.
2: All right. Got a three. Three, a hairless cat. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, a little skin dog. They
0: need love
1: too. Skin dog.
0: And actually, Kevin, let's stick with you. Let's go ahead and roll on the personality table. So go ahead and roll another D6 uh, and tell me what you get.
2: Oh, this is going to be a big one. Oh, that's a six.
0: Hellcat.
2: Oh, nice. I mean, it's fitting. <laughs>
1: A hairless Hellcat. i the
2: descriptors on that. Just remember, five of my six ends are sharp. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. this, is, this is right up my alley. I stole that directly from Calvin and Hobbes.
3: <laughs> Love. God, I grew up on that. Well, we'll get into this later. <laughs>
0: right, Calvin Hobbes, best comic. In the therapy session. Kevin, before, before we move on to everyone else's personality, mm-hmm. what happened to your
2: cat? Oh, boy. <laughs> Why is he such a little uh, Hellcat? Let's see. Framed for a crime he didn't commit. Mm, Uh, Yeah. You know, he, you know, was in the wrong place at the wrong time and took the fall (laughs) for some people that uh, he had the misfortune of trusting. But that trust that he had back in the day, that's all gone. Now (laughs) he's just here for himself and no one else.
0: Who was it that betrayed him all those years ago?
2: You know what? I'm going to say that it was, uh, I'm going to say that it was, the kitten's mom yeah. and Abby's former best friend.
3: Whoa. Yes. Yes. Scandal. Okay. She's on the lam.
2: And Julia, what's uh, what was your
0: mom's name?
3: Um, uh, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Siri. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, everyone, mute your iPhones now. <laughs> Uh, so as a Hellcat, your special cat power is whenever you roll a dice, you can choose to re-roll all of the dice in your dice pool. However, if you do so, you must keep the new result. So if something goes bad or not as good as you want it to be, you can re-roll it, but you got to take what you get. Oh, I love that. Abby, why don't you go and roll on the personality table?
1: Okay, we'll do this one. Three.
0: Three, copycat. <laughs> Innovation is just plagiarism with style.
1: <laughs>
0: and true to form, I do not know if I plagiarized that line. <laughs> Abby, your power is going to be whenever you roll, you can assume the ability of the character who just rolled.
1: Ooh, so I
0: get to do everything. So you get to do a little everything. I get to do everything. a little bit everything. of all of the things. Abby, you have a name for your cat yet? Um, or if you're still thinking of that, why is your cat such a copycat or who was the person they were copying?
1: I think I'm going to be, I'm just thinking my grandma was a very much a crazy cat lady. So I'm like, what were all of her cats named? (laughs) We're going to go with Brownie. He was my favorite tabby cat. He hated everyone um, except for grandpa, but Brown, I'm going to Brownie will be, she, her pronouns. And Brownie is a copycat because she used to be just a house cat. And has since been allowed outside, has escaped or whatever, and has absolutely no idea how to function outside of like a living room. And so just kind of copies everybody else (laughs) she sees. Oh, I love this. And Siri was her BFF because it was the first cat she met outside of the house who was nice to her.
0: I really love the idea of a cat going outside and just being bad at it.
3: (laughs) 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 She's like, "I, I know how to climb a cat tower is a tree just a large <laughs> cat tower? Did they make trees based off cat towers? <laughs> why are trees that soft like cat towers? I don't I
1: don't understand.
0: Where's my little toy? It's always, I always find it up here. Julia, why don't you go ahead and roll on the personality table and see what kind of cat you
3: are. I would love to. Also, does it matter what dye I use? I was no? just using a different good. one for each one to make it fun for I think myself. Fun. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna do the brown one for personality. Five, five alley cat. <gasps> Absolutely, yeah, that makes sense. I'm streetwise.
0: <laughs> I can improvise.
4: I said, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, ooh."
0: I love. Oliver and company. And I love Billy Joel. (laughs) Awesome. That absolutely makes sense. Your power is when you roll, you may re-roll one die in your dice pool. That's neither a one or a six. You must keep that new result. And you can do this without spending a life, which is how everyone else would have to do it.
3: Oh, wow. Wait, wait, wait. So explain that one more time. If if I roll a one or a six, then I can roll again, or I can always roll again. It just can't be. So, <laughs> so,
0: so you'll all, anytime you roll, you're going to roll all the dice we have left on the table. So starting well, off, it'll be 12. If you roll more sixes than ones, that means it's success. Whatever you're trying to do, you whoa. succeed. Okay. If you roll more ones than sixes, that means you fail. Uh, whatever you're trying to do fails and something bad happens. Okay. And all those ones go in the box. Okay. If you roll the same amount or none of either, i.e. the same amount of ones and sixes, uh, it's a mixed success. What you're trying to do happens, but with a complication. Okay. So, by being an alley cat, by being streetwise, being able to improvise, you can take one of those die that's neither a one or a six and try to re roll it, <gasps> giving you a better chance at possibly yeah. succeeding.
3: Uh huh. And you are going to be able to tell me that this again. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. We're
1: going to repeat all this many times. Thank you. Yes.
3: Okay, sick.
0: Juliet, you are a streetwise alley kitten. <laughs> yeah. What's the latest scrap you got into?
3: Oh, and was n- it your fault? Oh, man. N- n- well, no, it wasn't, <laughs> obviously. So there was this bodega that I was like really trying to um, become their bodega cat. And the guy there was like, no, no, we don't need you. We don't need you. They're kind of like an upscale one, like organic, you know, like organic.
0: Boo.
3: (laughs) They're in Williamsburg. Boo, fancy bodegas. Exactly. And I was, you know, I was trying to get in because they have like, you know, good food there and whatever. But the guy was like, we don't need you. And I tore up his ankles. (laughs) And then. Everyone tried to arrest me. Literally everyone tried to arrest me. Can you arrest a cat? I don't know. They certainly tried. Um, so, <laughs> so this, is, this story is still going. So, um, <laughs> so then I um, took a shit on their front porch. <laughs> and then that's basically that. I've been on the run from them ever since. So I cannot go to North Williamsburg, um, at least in the next few few weeks while I'm still growing. And they would recognize me.
0: What's the uh, what's the name of the bodega with the $10 bacon, egg, and cheese?
3: Um, uh, Laura Gourmet.
2: <laughs> That's great detail work.
3: Definitely a real
1: place. <laughs> <It's incredible. Really? laughs> Laura Gourmet.
0: Laura Gourmet. go fuck yourself. <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese is only $5 or less. Otherwise, it's an artisanal egg experience.
3: Exactly. <laughs> I could go sit down at a restaurant and get that price.
0: Julia, let's stick with you. So the next table up is our quantum powers table. Mm-hmm. So the, the power that you manifest when we go uh, through into the quantum realm. Yes. I'm going to say, let's hold off on that for the moment. Huh. Let's go ahead and roll, roll a d6. This is to determine how many lives you have left of your nine lives. As Whoa!
3: So oh, I roll, love this. Uh,
0: roll a d6 and then add two to it.
3: It is a six. And so adding two to that, that's eight. So
0: you are still on, as a kitten, you are still on your first life.
3: Aww. That totally makes sense for me. Yeah.
0: I love it. Abby, why don't you go ahead and do the same?
3: Okay.
1: So that's six. And then I add two. Eight.
0: You are also on your first life. Yes. Oh, I feel like as a
1: house cat. Yes, I was very pampered. I didn't really run into trouble. And now that I'm outside, I'm like, hey. There's so many things.
0: I also really like it that like, yes, you're outside and you're bad at it, but you're really good at copying people who are good at it, which (laughs) kind of like de facto makes you good at it.
1: Yes. Totally. Make
0: it till you make it.
1: It's imposter syndrome come to life in the form of
3: a cat. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: like really working out for you.
3: Yeah. 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 I think that's how more of us should live. I think it's fun. I think that's how you learn. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh Uh-oh. Brian, it's roll to determine the number of lives you've lost. <gasps> what? Oh. So do we want to stretch oh. it? Ooh. Um. If we're adding to that, so many. I feel like <laughs> a kitten
1: on his oh. last life. <laughs> no yes. is that, that would also make so much sense for me. <laughs> that bodega incident was a lot more violent
3: than. I <laughs> love that all. I... Yeah.
0: You know what I want to do? Just for the sake of the play test, to have some differences between us. I want you both to roll a D6. Whoever has the higher number is still on their first life. Whoever has the lower number is on their last life. Whoa. Oh, wow. oh my okay, God. so we're oh both rolling.
1: My oh, my God. Well, I rolled a one.
0: I rolled a four. <laughs> okay. Wow.
1: So I'm on my last life.
0: You're on your last life.
1: Equally makes sense. I came outside and was really bad at it for a long time. And so it was really hard. But I feel uh, like this one's.
3: Oh, were we supposed to draw paw prints? We really were. I did for fun. You can if you want. When I I, I finally make
0: an actual character sheet,
1: they'll have paw prints on it. Make it canon. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was really bad at being an outdoor cat for like a long time. Got into a lot of scraps almost immediately. And now, now. I've been copying and doing a good job, but for a long time it was like, "Mm, hmm. I will say, though
0: you're on your last life, having a lot of lives spent means you have a lot of like memories and experiences to draw upon, Mm -hmm. which will allow you to re roll more dice and like help you kind of through the game.
1: Always a silver lining. Thanks, Brian.
0: Always a silver lining. (laughs) It's uh, a
1: great game master.
3: Are you a game master? Is this what this is? Yeah. Okay, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you want?
0: I guess, I, uh, yeah, I should have said, Julia, have you ever played any kind of tabletop role-playing game before? No. This, ah, is, this is what you want from, from a playtesting group. One person who's never played, one person who plays with you often, one person who's played with you a lot, but not recently.
3: <laughs> yes! You up, we're, we have the spectrum. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. a perfect pool. Can I say, I'm loving so far. <laughs> <laughs> Great.
0: <laughs> Kevin, why don't you go ahead and uh, roll us D6 All
2: and right. add two. Four plus two, six. So we're going with lives lost?
0: Uh, let's go with lives lost. So you've lost six lives. You have three lives uh, remaining. All so right. go That's ahead not now. not so bad. The, the number to keep track of is six, essentially. Okay, cool. Because um, you'll be able to check those off to re-roll
2: dice. Oh, also, Julia, what's your kitten's name?
3: Oh, um, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I sometimes, I can, I go by Jobs too. For <laughs> Siri and Steve Jobs. There's a bit of a theme here. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, Apple, if you want to sponsor the podcast.
3: <laughs> Steve Jobs. I guess you can. Jobs. <laughs> jobs.
0: Uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, he, him, she, her.
3: You know, I'll, I'll actually go by any, any pronoun. Okay, cool. Anywhere. Right I'll answer to anything.
0: And Kevin, you've got six lives remaining. Mm -hmm. Um, What is uh, your cat's name? Uh, Wild non sequitur of of a statement to start
4: with. So So
2: you've got
0: six (laughs) lives left. What's your name?
2: (laughs) I like the, uh, you know, I know that this isn't how it works with real cats, but I like to think (laughs) that uh, my cat didn't start off hairless. (laughs) No, you could the, mm-hmm. well, I was oh, I was thinking more like yeah, you're like a balding stress cat? related, like yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going with uh, smooth Rudy, smooth, smooth Rudy,
1: smooth Rudy.
2: And you going with uh, he him?
1: Yeah, smooth Rudy, Steve Job Jobs <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Brownie,
0: Steve Job Jobs,
3: Jobs Jobs, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Jobs Jobs <laughs> Jobs Jobs, Steve in quotes <laughs> Jobs Jobs <laughs> Jobs. <laughs> Jobs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, Jobs, Jobs. Literally (laughs)
3: exactly how I have it written. (laughs) Uh, Steve Jobs. Jobs. That is on my birth certificate. Yeah. That I had to make, of course, because I'm just. That cats have. That alley cats have. have.
0: So we have Abby or a brownie. She, her, the tabby cat, who's a copycat. Mm -hmm. Who is kind of de facto aunt to Steve Jobs, Jobs. (laughs) 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 Any pronouns played by Julia, who's a kitten. Who is a streetwise alley cat, <laughs> learned le- le- that the streets are her university, uh, and we have Smooth Rudy, Smooth the hairless Rudy. hellcat, played by Kevin. So before we move on to quantum realm, before we really get into the game proper, we need to figure out who your guys's enemies are. <gasps> oh my gosh. What is this force mm. that seems to be behind these catnappings? So I'm gonna actually do some rolling on the. Mastermind table. Ooh. All right, so I'm gonna roll for who is the mastermind. Do we behind get to
1: know the mastermind?
0: Yeah, I'll say you can know this. Okay, cool. Two, a jealous dog. <laughs> There's
2: only so much love to go around, and I need it all.
0: <laughs>
4: Whoa.
0: The little party was hoping for overzealous animal control officers, but I'll take a jealous dog. <laughs> I
1: feel like overzealous would have worked with the bodega story. Yeah, but. Oh, totally. That's true.
0: Jealous uh, dog can
1: work with the bodega.
0: I don't know. The bodega hasn't been able to capture this cat, and they're like, you know, we got to call in the big guns.
1: Mm-hmm. Keep shitting on our front porch.
0: <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Next up is going to be where the headquarters is that you, you guys believe uh, they are hiding. Your past lives. So we've got number two, an abandoned six laundromat.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: feeling really mobby now. And I'm gonna roll uh, one thing behind the board. Ooh, interesting. You guys also have an ally that is gonna be helping you out. Uh, roll a two for the neighborhood watchdog. Well <gasps> Dogs
3: on Dogs on Dogs. Yeah. On both sides, you know?
0: Steve Jobs Jobs, you're the you're the streetwise alley cat. I'd say you probably have the lay of the street. Mm-hmm. I think you probably knew this neighborhood dog before anybody else. Yeah. What is this dog's name?
3: Uh Barley.
0: Love it. Yeah. And what's uh, what's barley look like?
3: Barley is a mix. There's some great dane in there. There's also some like Jack Russell. Terrier in <laughs> there. Are big, big So small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, giant and then tiny. <laughs> Very medium-sized dog. <laughs> t- <laughs>
0: Truly an abomination. <laughs>
2: just, so just sick. Like big dog body,
0: little
3: dog
2: legs.
0: Hell yeah, Farley. And one last detail. What is the name of this jealous dog villain? And I don't actually want his real name. I want to know, like, what is he known as on the street? What is, like, their moniker?
1: I mean, I want it to just be something like the pug or something. Yeah. <laughs> I like the yeah. pug.
3: Yeah, yeah. That. The yeah. pug. Except the dog is like a mini Lever- <laughs> 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 But
2: He's got big pug energy. Yeah.
3: He's got big pug
1: energy.
0: <laughs> Any other last minute little details you guys want to add about Either the environment we're in, I'm I'm kind of guessing New York City at this point yeah. since we're yeah, yeah, located yeah. In partially South Williamsburg. Since we've
1: established <laughs> that there are bodegas and bodega yeah. cats,
0: uh, we're off the L stop on the on the L or the mm-hmm. Lormer yeah. stop on the L. Yep. Any other details about your characters or kind of how you guys? I guess actually, smooth Rudy, you were framed by Julia's mom yep. and Brownie's best friend. How would you get involved with those two?
2: Hmm. Oh, so, like, basically, how do we know each other? Oh, before?
0: yeah. This is how funny. do we you know each other? And, like, why are you on good terms with them? Gotcha. Or gotcha. at least good enough to be, like, hanging out in this moment.
2: Let's see. You know, I'm thinking maybe it's kind of like a, uh, like a Marauders from Harry Potter situation where it's like <laughs> there was a betrayal, like a Peter Pettigrew betrayal. <laughs> but still, you know, maybe we knew each other mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. we're part of the friend group. And then, yeah, we got kind of like a Harry Potter thing going on. Yes. <laughs> with- <laughs> We're, uh, which two would you be? Sorry, with uh, Steve Jobs. I don't know. how I forgot. How
1: <laughs> <laughs> could you possibly forget that it's Steve Jobs? Jobs.
2: <laughs> the most specific of the names.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was also because you're ex best friends with my mom, right? Could, yeah. that could even that could either mean that my mom has passed or my I mom think really your mom is on the up. lam. Like yeah. she did something shady. Yeah.
1: Took advantage of Smooth Rudy in some kind of a heist, uh, yeah. and I is think so now too. like on the run somewhere, trying to lay low. I think so too. Oh my and god! And then I'm very optimistic. I'm Like, no, it's a misunderstanding. I'm sure everything's fine. Um, and you're like, I will seek my revenge. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I love that. Maybe Just, you're you've been living in a nice apartment and everything, and it's kind of on the dime of the money from the heist. Like, oh
1: yeah, scandal. Siri. How could Siri betray us? <laughs> I like the idea, though, that, that your mom and therefore the litter was like someone who rescued you guys and gave you all like <laughs> Apple product names. Like, you've got a, a sibling out there named like iPod. Or <laughs> <laughs> <With> shovel, <laughs> yeah. Shuffle. Oh, uh, Power
4: yeah. Powerbook G5. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That did one was the rentable order. Someone like,
1: <laughs> did like a catch and release of like, you know, cash you guys had you
3: all fixed, gave you all like, you know, Apple themed names. Yeah. <laughs> the youngest one is Tim
2: Cook. Yes. Tim Cook. yes. <laughs> and also the least liked.
3: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Just kind of like eh, there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we open on a very, very early morning. Somewhere in South Williamsburg, in Brooklyn, in New York City, baby. You guys all find yourselves walking towards the L train, heading down the stairs. As you get there, you see a Knarsey-bound L that is just three minutes away. And sitting next to you is Barley, who's kind of like hanging out over by Steve Jobs. Jobs. Barley looks over at Steve Jobs. Goes, "Well, yeah. So you know, I I I got this woman who I think could help you. You know, we've been we've been seeing a lot of." Uh, Uh, you know, cat lives disappearing real quickly, and, you know, it's it's concerning me, and it's it's concerning a lot of us, but I I think this woman might be
3: able to help you out. All right. Oh, well, who is she? Introduce her, and then I'll be the judge of that.
0: I'll tell you, she's way out in Park Slope. We're gonna gonna take the L train to get to Park Slope (laughs) somehow.
3: No, that makes sense to me.
0: (laughs) You know what? what? She's out in Coney Island, because that's more interesting than Park Slope. (laughs) (laughs) She, she's out there in Coney Island. She's okay. I guess her her great great grandfather or something was like I don't know, a real big scientist or something, but but she thinks she can help you kind of, you know, help figure out where these where these cats is at.
3: Okay, I'm intrigued. Anyone I've been to Coney Island before. And um, you know, people are cool down there. There's a big old you know, hot dog eating contest.
0: Oh you've gotten into one of the, one of Nathan's hot dogs before?
3: yeah well, right when I was first born, I took a trip down there and um, yeah, it was right around the 4th of July and um, let's just say I had my first um, had my first chili cheese hot dog um, at that Ooh. point so I've got good memories from yeah. Coney Island.
0: The chili cheese is the way I mean I, I puke every time after Me I eat one of those and that's, that's how you know it's because exactly. they don't want you to eat it no <laughs> Uh, you hear bing bong and the doors open. Uh, it's early enough that it's not it's too weird that three cats and a dog get on a train, but quite <laughs> frankly, even in New York City, that's never weird. <laughs> you see weirder things. You guys um, find your seats, and as the doors close and you begin to head on down way to the end of the L train, this also isn't how you get to Coney Island. This is how you get to You guys transfer somewhere and get on the NQR, and you get to Coney Island. Um, You you start making your way, the long trek to Coney Island. You guys talk amongst yourselves a little bit, but Smooth Rudy and especially Brownie, you guys have been feeling this strange lack recently. Whenever you guys are, are out on the streets or Brownie, when you were at home in your apartment before you decided to go out on the street or were forced out onto the street, you guys would like every now and then jump into a cardboard box and you'd see reflections of your past lives and you'd play with them like you whenever you got the zoomies you were like running around your apartment chasing yourself your past figments and whenever you you would stare up into space for like an hour at a time and just see versions of you playing on the ceiling and you'd just enjoy watching them but for the past few weeks those past lives those past versions of you haven't been around and you kind of started talking to some friends around the neighborhood, and slowly but surely you began to realize that, like, yeah, Buttercup's missing her past lives, and Charlie Dog is missing his past lives, and you begin to recognize a pattern. And it's about this time that that Barley kind of came in and said, like, "Hey, I, th- I think I might know someone who can help." Brownie, as you make your as you make a transfer <laughs> <laughs> off the L and are making your way to Coney Island, Barley. Oh, wait, who has eight lives left? Abby, yeah, you have eight lives spent.
1: I have eight lives spent. Jobs has eight lives eight left. left. And four-ish left for Rudy Smith.
0: Barley kind of leans over to you. You're looking up the
1: directions to Cody? <laughs> sure I sure am.
0: I know it's off the M.
3: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> think you could also take the C to get there? No, I think it's just the NQR. It's just the yellow line.
3: Is it just the L? Wait, you can make I a transfer. I feel like you can. The L to the Q. Yeah,
0: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, 14th Street Union Square three, there we go. Three. So,
2: we're so, going so you're going way. into Manhattan. We're Terrible. going the
3: wrong way. Terrible. Yeah,
1: that was Brownie was the one who was in charge of getting directions for today. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, definitely, we definitely take the L and we get over
3: here and we go in this direction. This is definitely the way that we get there. I knew I, and I of course knew that we were going the wrong way but I just wanted to spend a little more time with my buddies. <laughs> you guys
0: you get up. you guys get from Bedford going into First Avenue that long uh, <laughs> section <laughs> under under the, the mm-hmm. tunnel and right as the Bedford doors close you see a guy sneak in with a boom box he goes all right showtime everybody. <laughs> uh, and you have Bro, two I loves
2: it.
1: <laughs> This is like the best show I've ever seen oh my god. <laughs>
0: You watch a guy dance with a baseball cap for longer than you'd like. Um,
1: I'm just fully in awe. Cat being like, hey, wow. It's
0: also funny. He does the full show, like really goes hard. He's like probably pretty good. You were the only people in here. It's three cats and a dog. But he performs for you. And at the end, he brings his hat around as if hoping for a tip.
1: I definitely like fully rub against the hat and get like all of rub it against his legs, basically trying to be like, "You did so good." He I just kind of like looks Brownie. down and
3: goes, "Brownie, if you like
0: it, just smile, just give me a smile. I can be paid in smiles." All right, let's go. And <laughs> you guys make your way all the way to Union Square, transit the NQR, the Q, and head into Coney Island. This entire game is just going to be me messing up subway directions.
3: <laughs> I, I'm obsessed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Brownie, you uh, of the three people here had the most friends you've lived a maybe not necessarily a long life but an eventful enough (laughs) life that you are you find yourself on your last life but as you kind of age in that way there are lots more friends around you know you have eight buddies that are always running around near you in this kind of like spectral ghost-like form helping you out giving you advice making you a better cat for their experiences what has it felt like for brownie not having those people around for the past week or two
1: So Brownie kind of turned from indoor cat to outdoor cat of the uh, family that she or the couple she lives with, like moved from, I don't know, Manhattan to Brooklyn and had like a little outdoor space. And we're like kind of playing around with letting the cat out and then um, had a kid and had a second kid. And so they're paying a little less attention to the cat and whatever. And so she started spending more time outdoors and exploring and um, doing things, and she was always like, "Yeah, no, it's fine. That, like they're doing their own thing, and it's okay." Because um, I got my buddies, and I had all her her past lives hanging out with. And it's at first, it was like when they started disappearing, and she didn't really know what was happening. It was very much a like, "Is this normal? Is this like an outdoor cat thing? Like what's going on? Why can't I? Is it because there's other cats around, so I don't have my cats? And like what's happening?" And now she's realizing this is not normal. And uh, Or it's like everybody's been experiencing this thing, but it's not like an outdoor cat thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's very uh, wary and nervous about being like a lonely kitty.
0: Barley, who's known you for a long time, uh, he saw you lose a couple of those lives um, and has helped you out since. And he's been someone that you've been like staying close to uh, a fair bit of the time. Kind of puts a a big floppy uh, dog ear on you, Great Dane has a big ear. No.
1: Jack Russell Terriers might. Jack Russell Terriers too. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure a guy. Little pointy. Yeah, yeah, totally.
0: Well, this guy's got big floppy yeah. Dumbo ears. He's
1: got. That's wait, what's Dane. the what's the one where they're just big flop, saggy, short legs? Oh yeah, Basset Hound. He's got a little Basset Hound. Got a little Basset bass
0: Hound mutt, but like all the best parts of everything. Um, <laughs> By she, the end of this,
1: we're gonna have listed like fourteen types of <laughs> <dog. Yeah. laughs> Um, He's someone, a true Frankenstein. Someone's going to get
0: an idea and, like, make this dog. Um, <laughs> you know, so as expensive. you do. <laughs> um, he kind of leans over on you, flops an ear around you, kind of in this, like, arm around your shoulder type Aww. way. He goes, listen, I, this woman has seemed pretty smart to me. I mean, I don't know a lot about this, like, sciencey stuff. You know, I was, a, you know, I, I've been, I'm, I'm a working class dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But. She seems like she's known her stuff. I found her all the way out here. But I've been looking around for you guys, trying to find a way for you to get back these lives because, you know, I, I, don't, I don't understand what exactly it is you're going through, but I see how distressed it's been making all my friends and just trying to help you out. So but just just buck up. Just buck up. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it will be okay.
1: I can buck. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a thing I do.
0: It's certainly a thing you try to do.
1: Yeah, 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 uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> bing bong the doors open at the Coney Island stop on the on the Q train, and you guys exit and start walking towards Coney Island proper. As you are walking, you see the the entranceway. It's still, like, very early in the morning, probably, like, 6, 7 a.m. or something. Uh, nothing has opened yet in Coney Island because I don't know the hours of Coney Island. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in this world, it has not opened yet. But you see a uh, a small cutout in the the wire fence that Barley kind of goes and like kind of pushes his way through you see he's getting a little like nicked on the side of him but he kind of like opens up this hole nice and big for you smooth Rudy I think you have been a hellcat for a little while now. You've been all around this city you see Barley open up this like hole in the in the fencing and you're like that's not the way in. What does Smooth Rudy know is the actual, like, good way into Coney Island?
2: Oh, boy. I think it's going to be, it's got to be something with uh, the Coney Island Cyclone. So I want to <laughs> say that maybe something, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, maybe like a bunch of rats dug out one of the support beams. And then there's a tunnel the rats dug and you can go in from the support beam wherever we're going. Hell yeah.
0: You make your way over to the, do you tell everybody else or do you just go yourself? Oh, I'm going to myself. I fully don't trust anyone. <laughs> you see, um, Barley helping out everybody. You make your way off to the cyclone side. You burrow under this this rat hole and come out the other side. And as as Steve Job Jobs is finally like sauntering through from this hole that Barley made, Barley kind of like pushes himself through. Oh, oh Jesus, fuck! Uh, with like some cuts up his back. You see, you are already there with a full uh, chili cheese dog. <laughs> uh, with your legs so You're sitting and your legs are crossed And you're just munching on a chili on a cheese dog
2: Barley looks up and he goes uh, Hadn't changed a bit, have ya? Hey, don't worry about it, pal <laughs> You just worry about yourself I,
0: I worry about myself I worry about you But you gotta learn to
2: trust people, my guy Hey, I'll learn to trust people The same day Somebody does something Worth me trusting them for
0: you see, he like, with his hand, he kind of goes, ah, you. <laughs> and he begins to lead you along to a nearby, um, like, kiosk, like, like a ride operator stand. As we're walking over, um, Brownie is, like, really
1: curious because she's never seen a chili cheese dog, and she, like, kind of really wants, but she's also a little bit scared of you, so she's, like, trying to sniff. Like, she's walking behind you yeah. trying to, like, catch a whiff <laughs> to identify, like, what this <laughs> thing is. <We're> she's like... <laughs>
2: Hey, back off, house cat.
1: Yeah, no, totally, totally. How um, is that stuff good?
2: It's the best.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. I'm going to get one later. Yeah, that's a plan. I'm going to get one. Okay. I uh,
0: I throw up every time, and that's how you know what is the primo <laughs> stuff. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just wait a little bit and then like if you throw it up, maybe I could just like have that.
0: <laughs> you ever yep. had chocolate? Mmm, chocolate's good. <laughs> 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 you realize Barley is too old to be still doing this shit. <laughs> um, he leads you to the, the ride uh, control center directly beneath the Wonder Wheel, um, the big Ferris wheel in Coney Island. And from your vantage point, you see a pair of uh, pink Louis Vuitton stilettos that are like kicked up on the, uh, the window. <laughs> that are, like, hanging out, and clearly someone is, like, just kind of lounging back. You hear Barley go...
4: <laughs> um,
0: and you see the the, the Vuitton just kind of, like, kick up for a second as if, like, someone is waking up a little bit and then just slowly go back down. She is a... Uh, I will say she's a bit odd, too. So just, like, I don't know, kind of come with me. And he leads you through the door, and inside the door, you see... A woman, probably in her like late thirties, blonde hair but like really, really long, and in um, two like long pigtails, and she's wearing entirely Coney Island like maintenance worker gear, except for these pink Louis <laughs> Vuitton <pink laughs> stilettos, um, which she's kicked up, and she is just lounging asleep with a like boiler cap or like a like a like a train engineer's hat over her eyes as she's just leaning back
1: was she's the woman who can help us
0: Yeah, she now she doesn't look it. I I admit, but she is as far as I can tell the four mind scientific genius of her age and maybe some other ages.
3: She looks like she looks like Erica Jane before if she didn't get rich. <laughs> um yeah, my my lady loves that show. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I watch That's it. actually like within my wheelhouse of knowledge. So
3: yeah, <laughs> I knew you'd know. Yeah, I, we have to discuss more later. We do. We okay. do. Yeah. Um, I I um jump right up on her and um start kind of like pawing at her um at her cheek.
0: Uh, you jump up like on her out. and start pawing at her cheek, kind of like giving her the biscuits. Yeah. Um, yes, exactly. Aww you see from her like lean back position she kind of like nudges with like her eyebrows the cap up but not yeah. but not like yes. not just in like one motion she like kind of keeps doing it until the cap is fully back on her head somehow <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Uh, just like masterful control of all facial muscles <laughs> um, and you see this kind of like grease covered woman kind of look down at you and go oh my
4: god, you're so cute! <laughs> oh my
0: god! And she immediately gives you uh, the chin mm-hmm. scritches and just goes to town on those.
1: I get very jealous, so I also jump up into her lap and start pinging. Like, oh, chin want chin scritches!
0: Oh, do you want chin scritches too? Oh, you're so jealous! Oh, come here. Oh,
2: <laughs>
1: I wish I could roll my R's, I can't purr. <laughs> 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 I really wish I had for this podcast recording, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Rudy is fully 12 feet away. Yeah, <laughs> Just like remnants because he has no fur, just remnants of chili dog on his, like, his creepy face skin. Uh, you see
0: her look down at you and she goes, oh, and who's this? Who, do you want to come get gin scritches?
4: Do you want to come get chin scritches? Rudy, uh, come get the scritches!
2: Uh, also, just leaning into like my voice being blown out today, I want to say that Rudy has vocal cord paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. He's just like, Mao, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I know
3: I will. I feel like Rudy has sunglasses on. Quick detail,
0: absolutely. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay cool. You, yeah, you picked up those shades a while ago from like a, a movie set when Tom Cruise was in town.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you have not; they've not left your sight since. I want to say it's the kind the ones where like it's like the mirror blue lenses. Nice. Oh yeah. Like, People wear them on, like, jet skis. Yes. Yes,
1: exactly. Gas station sunglasses. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yes. Yep.
0: She looks down, and Barley kind of saunters up next to her and puts a paw on her knee and goes, Oh, Barley. Oh, are these the cats you were telling me about? Oh, great. You guys are here to try to figure out this cat problem, right? Yeah. As you say that, she immediately, like, you see her mouth kind of go in this weird way and she kind of like contorts her mouth and all of a sudden she speaks to you in cat. <gasps> and she goes, it's good to meet you. What's, uh, what's your name, dear?
1: Oh my God, you speak cat? That's so exciting. Oh my God, how'd you learn it? Where'd you learn it? Who taught you that?
0: Okay, I see you're maybe not the one I should talk to right away because oh, you got a lot of questions on I you. Do, I can yeah. see it. I can see you got those curious eyes and I love curious eyes.
1: I'm really curious, cat. My name is Brownie. These are two of my best friends.
0: Oh, Brownie, good to meet you. And what's your name?
3: Pleasure, Steve Jobs. You could call me Jobs, though.
0: Oh, Steve Jobs. He's and she uh, immediately rips down a bunch of like uh, things that are on the wall, and she's got a picture of Steve Jobs uh, <laughs> that's in like a gilded frame, and he's like looking really serious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! We have uh, my my mom. My mom had a, had that picture behind a dumpster. Um and said that's who I'm named after. That I probably
0: really put cool. that. I put his picture behind like as many dumpsters as I can.
3: Oh, that's probably one I've seen. Wh- why?
0: I hang him up all over. Ta- well, like we do dumpsters. It's not the main place. I do them in like oh. Chinese restaurants and yeah. elevators yeah. Yeah. and behind dumpsters. I just want to like spread the word about Steve Jobs.
3: Very cool. <laughs> in
2: case people don't know, <laughs> specifically to uh, waste management folks. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to inspire people, you know?
1: I just need a whole separate podcast that's this woman's backstory. Guys.
0: <laughs> and slowly changing accent.
1: We're going to come back to her at a later point in time.
0: My little nervous Nelly friend over there. What's, what's your name?
2: Mm, don't worry about it.
0: Mm, okay. Uh, Barley looks down and goes,
2: smooth Rudy. <laughs> See,
0: smooth this is why Rudy. you can't trust people. <laughs> oh you can trust Barley he's a good pup and she gives him big scratches. and he jumps up on her lap kind of like pushes the two of you out of the way <laughs> and she immediately starts petting him she spins around uh, her legs have been like kind of up this whole time uh-huh. she with her heel kicks a uh, a lever and all of a sudden the doors slam behind you all of the walls kind of go And all of a sudden, this, like, drab little area, the the entire area spins around and opens up into a, like, large laboratory. (laughs) And she kind of picks up Barley, sits him on the ground. Well, why don't you come over here? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I know. And she leads you over to a big map of New York City with, like, a bunch of, like, radius circles, right? Starting near your home in South Williamsburg and kind of radiating out. And you see there is, like, also a large area around... Coney Island specifically like the, the park that is also radiating outwards but much smaller mm-hmm. and you see her the area up by Coney Island is this like green uh, and the area down by South Williamsburg is in red she points to the thing and goes well this this area down here we don't know what exactly is causing it or how it's happening but somehow cats are losing their past lives down here something is taking them and, and sucking them up or something I don't know but they're disappearing slowly and it's radiating out from a point right around here And she points to your neighborhood, specifically a local disused laundromat, uh, about three doors outside of the uh, Greenpoint G station. I I don't know what's happening, but I'm trying to protect as many cats' lives as we can. So I'm trying to gather up as many as I can here, because I know I can keep them safe here. And she slams on a button nearby, and you see a uh, picture, like a live video feed of the the Ferris wheel that is active like it's rolling around and there are cats climbing all over it Um, but you see these aren't like physical cats these are like spectral uh, cats past lives of cats that are jumping upside down and backwards and forwards and are playing all around it and from this view she clicks another button and you see it goes to like photo negative and there is a kind of like a thing radiating out from the center of the wonder wheel listen I've set up The best kind of spectral defense I can, but I don't know how far it'll reach. I'm trying to, I'm jacking all the power from all of Coney Island into here. We've had to close down the park for like two weeks. We're really losing money at this point, (laughs) but obviously it's worth it. I can only protect kind of this area of Brooklyn. I'm trying to pump it up as much as I can to get the entire city. But if you guys can figure out what the hell is happening, we might be able to save all these, all these lives, all these past cats.
1: Yeah. So, like, do we need a Ferris wheel?
0: No. Um, <laughs> ferris wheel will help, but it's only if we can get all the cats here. And obviously, like, you guys aren't going to be content with just being around Coney Island all your lives. You want to go explore. We got to figure out a way to keep the whole city safe. We got to be able to keep this entire place safe or better yet, remove the threat entirely.
3: And me, I got plans of traveling one day. Exactly. Maybe even the Nova Scotia.
0: Nova Scotia's beautiful this time of year She she rips down the picture of Steve Jobs As a picture of Nova Scotia (laughs) (laughs) and she rips that down again As another picture of Steve Jobs Um, (laughs) uh, (laughs) That was cool Listen I've been trying to find The right cats to take on this job Okay Barley seems to think you three might be able to do this You've got a, a mix of talents And skills You know what you're doing on the streets I think that'll be important
1: Yeah it's definitely me too yeah, I know what I'm doing.
0: She looks down at Barley, looks <laughs> up at you, and goes, "I was confident, like ten seconds ago, that you were right for the job. Are, are you? Are you? Are you actually right for the job? Or are you just yeah, saying no, you're no, right no, for, the
1: totally for the job?" no, I'm totally right for the like, job. Especially if it's that laundry mat. I love laundry. Laundry's like so cozy. Yeah, I'm. De- it's definitely me. I'm ready. And brownie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, listen, pal. We can do the job for you.
3: Yeah, we could do the job for you. We could do the job
2: for you. But what we want to know is, what are you going to do for us?
1: Oh, you're so smart, smooth, Rudy.
2: I thought she might ask this.
0: If you're willing to take the risk, I can certainly help to reunite you with your past lives and allow you to keep an access point, to really be able to, like, play with them and spend more time with them,
2: if that's something you're interested in. Yeah. Go back to a simpler time? That sounds good to me.
3: Yeah, I have a question. Let's say, let's say one of us hasn't lost any of their lives yet. Is this a, is this a, are the, is this for the future too?
0: Yeah, I think I think if we stop, if we nip this in the bud right now, you'll be able to play with your lives when they're gone.
1: Guys, quick sidebar. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thoughts? Yeah, no, this sounds real good. Um, also, if they could throw in like a churu, that would be really good. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> <laughs> Can you throw in a churro
0: Yeah, I think I, and she kind of like bats around. She starts pulling stuff out of all of her pockets and slamming it on the table and goes, uh, Yeah, and she pulls out a uh, three quarters full churu. <laughs> is, as she's pulling stuff out, you realize it has leaked over like her phone and wallet. She goes, uh, Sick. And she holds it up and goes, Sounds like a deal.
1: Oh my God, i was just like pawing at her legs. <laughs>
0: Okay. You okay. Here you
1: go.
0: Here you go. Um, she feeds you this this churu goo. Um,
1: Guys, <laughs> if you haven't had these, they're so good.
0: <laughs> um, she kind of passes them around, and she goes. And if you like where that came from, and she slams the button, and a wall comes down, and she has a full uh, like supermarket display of churros and treats and things.
4: Oh my god!
0: If you can do this, I'm willing to give you access. To the marketplace. Oh my God! Oh
3: my God! Oh my God! My churros are worth everything. Smooth, Rudy. I've got a question for you. You've Please. never, you've never been, you've never been one to be um, bribed in this way. And I want, I to defer to you in this moment. And um, I don't know. That's a pretty big wall of churros.
2: Jobsy, I gotta say, I am so proud of the fact that you are. Uh, so young, so precocious, and you being so practical and being skeptical about this kind of stuff, what I would recommend we do in a situation like this <laughs> is we get the payment and the churros up front. That way, if shit hits the fan out there, we got the churros no matter what.
3: Holy... You want
2: to take point on this one?
3: You think I can handle it?
2: Kid, I see greatness in you.
3: Oh, I'm gonna cry. I got this. <clears throat> <clears throat> Listen, lady, we're intrigued, but we're not sold yet. Um, what say you two giving us this entire wall of churros nows <laughs> <laughs> up front and then we're down to do this whole deal?
0: We haven't done this yet. We we've been playing this game for a little while. We haven't made a roll yet, and I feel like this is a good time as any to do that. So let's gather up all the dice.
1: Wait, do we? We never rolled our quantum paranormal powers.
0: Uh, we will. Okay. Cool. Cool. Ooh. <laughs> so take all twelve dice. You're gonna roll all twelve.
2: There you go, kid. <laughs> Thanks, I'm boss. doing a I'm doing a thumbs up with my toe bean
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I give I give I, you a little salute. <laughs> I try to try to do it too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just copying everything you do. You got it. Come on, Jobsy. I'm gonna do it all at once. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, do it. Ha-ha. Okay, push more together. Uh, we're looking. We're focusing just on the sixes and the ones. Oh, okay. there's some
1: ones um, in there. So
0: if we have more sixes than ones, it's a success. If we have more oh. ones than sixes, it's a failure. <gasps> if we have the
2: same number, oh. it's a mixed success. Yeah. I think we have. Is that a? Oh, that's a six. So it's a success.
3: It five, five, four, sixes, three ones.
0: Okay, that is a success. Oh. So none, none of the dice go into the box. Okay, and you succeed. She looks down at you. She sees your little kitten face as you say uh, "nows," <laughs> 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 and you see she was fully preparing to argue and barter. But as you say that, you see her facade crack, and you see that this is absolutely a cat lady. Like, she is a cat lady through and through. Um, you kind of move up next to her and, like, sidle up next to her and, like, give her a little, like, side body swipe yes. pet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, "Oh, It's cute. So stay, stay strong, Heidi. Stay strong, Heidi. Stay strong, Heidi. Stay strong, Heidi. Oh, man. So stay, stay strong. That, that, that Cabinet of treats is worth like eight thousand dollars. She's so but I just want to give her everything.
3: You see, I'm doing like figure eights in between her, her oh, legs. Oh no! <laughs> I
0: love it! I love it! I
1: love it! It's look something. at that <laughs> technique! Okay. It's a ten out of ten. Okay,
0: okay, <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't just like give it all to you, but you can have free reign anytime you want. You can come here, grab what you like. I
3: Does look that seem back, fair. I, I look back and give yeah. a couple yeah. nods yeah. to my friends. Great work, Z yeah, Jobsy. Thanks, you too. <laughs> you got yourself a deal.
0: Okay, now to the dangerous part. And she reaches behind her, like shuffles through a big box, and there's she like a big cardboard box behind her. She reaches and pulls out like sweaters and shit and stuffs thrown around. There's like a beaker that flies and smashes in the wall, and she <laughs> reaches down and pulls out a smaller cardboard box. Uh, it just looks like a regular ass uh, United States Postal Service priority mail box.
1: Brownie immediately starts trying to figure out whether or not she could fit, and therefore <laughs> <Yeah>. sits. <laughs>
0: um, as she sets it down, she sees you go to jump. Because, goes, oh, no, 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 not yet, not yet. This may look like a standard box, okay? But this is actually a perfect recreation, actually an improvement of my great-great-grandfather's hypothetical box. With it, you guys can travel from this realm into the quantum realm, into the liminality, somewhere between here and death where the rest of your lives are. And she kind of, as you see this thing, you see uh, up on the screen where she had like turned it to photo negative and you saw um, like the voom, vroom vroom and all the cats playing. You see that it has uh, on the top liminal view. Mm. If you go in here, you can come out the other side. I don't exactly know how it will work and what will happen to you on the other side, but I know you'll be able to get there. In what state, I don't know. So this is a dangerous mission. But I think this problem can only be solved from the other side. I've tried to explore. Barley's helped me. We've searched the area top and bottom, but that laundromat is a completely abandoned laundromat. We haven't been able to find anything. But I think maybe there's something hinky going on the other side. If you guys can get there and explore... You might be able to figure it out. Maybe stop this madness from happening.
3: And we get our friends back?
0: Then you get your friends back.
3: And all other cats get their friends back?
0: That's my hope. I don't know for sure, but that's what I think will happen. And I really hope it'll happen. I I bought all these treats for all the cats when they're back.
1: Oh, so we gotta share those?
2: I. Team meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Mm,
1: mm,
4: mm.
1: You smooth, Rudy?
2: See, this is why you can't trust nobody in this life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We just made a negotiation for all these treats. Now she's trying to pull the rug out from under us. No, I
3: didn't realize that was part of the plan. What? Well, but- she said we could take we could take some. So wow, we just take them all.
2: Let's put as many of these things into the box as possible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think I was born for this moment.
1: <laughs>
0: You guys see the cornucopia of a display behind you. Fully, like, professionally lit, too. She sits down the box. Take whatever you like. Whatever supplies you think you need, grab it and prepare yourself, because I don't know what's on the other side of this. I don't know what might be waiting for you. I can't guarantee your safety or your success, but I can guarantee you a chance. That's all I can do. That's all I've ever wanted to do for the kiddies in my life. Just give them a chance.
1: You're a real good lady, Heidi.
0: Thanks, Brownie. Gives you some scratches
1: So we go grab supplies?
0: Yeah, whatever, whatever you think you need. Why uh, guys, I it.
1: I try to jump up onto, like, the highest shelf possible and just start batting everything I can <laughs> onto the floor, and I'm like, you guys gonna catch it? You go get it?
0: Go ahead and roll uh, your dice pool <laughs> as, you, as you attempt to, like, climb this thing.
1: Oh, it's not for the batting, it's for the climbing? Oh, it's for the climbing,
0: it's for the combination.
1: So, that's two sixes, Uh-oh. four fives, two fours, one two, and we don't need to talk about the one.
2: Three ones. Three a ones.
3: royal flush. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, what would
0: happen is that is a failure. You would fail in some way, mm-hmm. and all the ones would go into the box. The dice pool would shrink, mm-hmm. and we'd be getting closer towards the end. If you want, you can either use your power as a copycat, which you can't right now because no one else has used their power yet. Oh. Um, or you can reflect on one of your past lives for a chance to reroll one of the twos, threes, fours, or fives. You can do this with as many lives as you want, but once you get to no lives left, you're getting into dangerous territory.
1: Mm. And in order for this to be a success, I would need to get one more six or two more sixes? Um,
0: one more six would be a mixed success, so you would have some kind of success, but half of the ones rounded down would go into the box. Okay. And a complete success means no ones go into the box.
1: I'll I'll reminisce to re-roll uh, one. Two? Should I do two? You tell me. Yeah, I'll do two.
0: As you climb up the the pegs on this board where a bunch of like churros and, and crunchy treats are hanging... You feel yourself slip and fall backwards, and as you spin around, you see you are about to like hit into one of these spikes. And it might not—it's not like a super danger, but it's gonna hurt. And it's gonna feel bad. You're gonna look lame doing it. Um, oh,
1: not again!
0: As you start falling, you reflect back, you flash back to two of your past lives where something similar had happened. You were what? What was happening that was similar, and uh, what did you do then?
1: So, the first one is definitely like early in my outdoor days where um, I was wandering. I hadn't really found like a guide yet. And, and uh, so, wasn't really sure what I was doing. And like, wandered over to like a pet store or bodega. And I saw there were like yummy looking things up there. And so, which was like, oh, at home, I climb over everything. And so, let me jump up on the shelves and jumped up on the shelves to go knock things down to take them. And uh, the, the, We'll make it like a grocery store because they'd be more likely to be mad there's a cat there than a bodega. Came with like a broom and fully just like smashed
3: me down oh. from the shelves
1: and was like, no, bad! And shoot me out of there. Um, so it was another instance in which climbing up and trying to get all the yum yums uh, didn't go so good. The second memory would be from like being much younger, more of like a kitten and coming out of, and like the little... Cat carrier and exploring my new home and seeing that there were all sorts of places to climb and just remembering all of the times that I, especially when I was really little, thought I was going to make the jump and like I tried to make the jump and then I did not make the jump and I
0: missed. Go ahead and roll um, two dice, reroll two dice, um, anything but ones or 6s i We'll
1: do two of the fives. F- 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 That's so a four and a five. Four and a five. Okay, no change. No. Um
0: so mark off two of your lives that you have like reflected on. And because it's a failure, all of the ones go into the box. Okay. Okay. Box in the center of the table is a secret. No one is allowed to look inside. We move a little step closer towards the end of the game as dice begin to be removed from the table.
1: Do I at least like knock one or two chubus down as I also fall down? <laughs>
0: uh with a complete failure, you <laughs> jump up and as you slam into a spike, you kind of like end up flying backwards. Like it kind of like just redirects your momentum mm-hmm. and you land on the floor. You're able to land on your feet and then Ooh, a bunch of stuff falls uh, on your head. Uh, 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 you see the spike of, like, churu containers has been planted firmly in place, and this is all, like, vegan healthy snacks.
4: How uh, are these? <laughs> That are in
0: no way meat-based.
4: Mm. <laughs> Grumpy cat.
0: The 80s are over and you're not kids anymore. Now is a much darker time. Something happened to you and you got touched by the weird and it made you wild and it made you powerful. This is the world of The Lost Bay, a suburban Gothic RPG. A Fever Dream set in 1990X and inspired in equal parts by dark fantasy, horror classics, and the 90s indie culture. After years of development, and thanks to the feedback and support of a community of early enthusiasts, The Lost Bay is coming to Kickstarter, featuring a full rulebook and complete setting designed by Eco kick-ass art by Evangeline Gallagher, killer maps by Strega Wolf Vandenberg, and six additional modules by some of the coolest designers in the indie scene. So go to thelostbayrpg.com to be notified on launch. That's thelostbayrpg.com. you see the box that is sitting nearby all of a sudden begins to like shake a little bit and you see a bunch of like black sparks begins to fly out of it and she goes oh no no she goes it's she starts holding it and it's like it's like shaking her arms she goes, it's unstable I don't know how long this portal will stay open quickly if you want to have any chance you gotta go now we gotta jump in the box? you gotta jump in the box we gotta jump in the box? if you fence you sense
1: I leap into
0: the box. <laughs> fly into the box. You guys see Brownie leap into the box at full speed. <laughs> and as Heidi's holding the box up like sideways, she flies in and does not fly out the other side. There's no like hit or impact, just vanishes. Uh-huh. You see the sparks begin to go even stronger. Uh, what do you guys do as you see this box starting to like shake and rattle in her hands?
3: I jump in. I say, and Brownie, I'm coming! And I jump in, not as high speed, but um, I'm, I, but I jump in.
0: You give a little wiggle and mm-hmm. jump inside. She turns to you, smooth Rudy, as the box is like beginning to expand and then like contract. It's like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't hold it open much longer. And you see the flaps of the box begin to like magnetically shut. And she's like grabbing him, like,
4: oh shit. Barley, help me out!
0: Barley grabs one of them with his mouth and is just wrenching it with his full might you hear from, from his, the side of his mouth go get in there get in there
4: quickly
2: <laughs> oh my god as like you know wind is whipping past me and papers are flying yeah, all yeah. around Rudy just like locks eye contact with Heidi and is like okay I'm jumping in but we are coming back for those churros and then I leap in uh, as you leap in you just hear her go
0: wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> And as you fly in, each of you find yourself in this black, inky abyss as the light from behind you, froom,
4: froom, froom, froom,
0: as the four corners of the box slam shut behind you with a cardboard metallic slam. You guys find yourself floating in an inky void for a moment, kind of pawing around and trying to like get some traction, but you're just kind of like floating and going up and down and backwards and forwards. You guys see a mote of light off in the distance what do you guys do
1: it feels like at one time that I fell in a bathtub and it was actually kind of nice and you like float it was nice well how'd you get out um I was like pawing at the side of the tub
3: and it was really slippery and so uh one of my humans had to help me out Ugh, we don't have any humans here we got we we gotta go towards that light we gotta go towards that
2: light
1: yeah
3: suppose Rudy you think that's
1: you think that's right
2: yeah, we gotta be self-sufficient here we gotta yeah. move toward that light
1: okay all right self-sufficient all right right and i'm just like doing the dog paddle thing in the air
2: as you begin to
0: doggy paddle your way you begin to feel a bit of momentum building on you and you see that mode of light that was just a speck in the far-flung distance begin to become a small little crunchy sized speck and then a quarter sized speck and you feel it getting closer but you can't There's no wind in here. You can't sense movement. All you can see is this small mode of light getting larger and larger, with no sense of distance other than the size of this little white dot. As you do, you feel something strange happen. As you move, you begin to feel the fur on the back of your tail all of a sudden just goes straight up. Smooth Rudy, you feel your tail just go erect because you don't have any. (laughs) Yeah, there's no better way to say that. Um, You feel your wrinkles kind of go taut. You guys all of a sudden feel your fur bush out entirely, and all of a sudden you see, or rather, don't even—you can't even see it, but you can sense it. That same black lightning that you were seeing coming out of this box is all of a sudden shooting around you. You can't see it in its blackness, but every now and then it crosses in front of that mote of light. You see this terrifying black inky darkness. All at once you hear and feel an impact in the center of your little tummies. Oh. I'm going to need everyone to roll on the quantum powers table.
1: Ah, oh my this God. is what we are waiting for.
0: Abby, why don't we start with you? Go and roll a d6.
1: That's a three
3: tree.
0: Bend minds, twist nightmares, and maybe get some early dinner with your haunting meow. meow. All of a sudden, in this darkness, you hear a small little meow echo out and multiply <laughs> and multiply. <laughs> and multiply. And pitch shift up and down, and you hear it from all around you, not only all around you in a physical space, but internally, externally, from this plane and other planes, you hear a cacophony unlike any other that is just a small from Brownie. And it is all encompassing, and you feel the weight of it, and you feel, and you immediately understand that if that's what you feel with a small, What could you possibly be feeling with a true cat's meow? Oh boy. Uh, Steve Jobs, Jobs. Yeah. Go ahead and roll in the quantum power It's time
3: to roll. Okay. Okay.
0: Shakes. Now you're gonna be finally able to reach the top shelf where they keep the treats. Yes. You (laughs) feel your body begin to shake violently. And then all of a sudden, you feel that shaking become a vibration and become a, a timber of something. And all of a sudden, as it hits, you hear a quick mote of sound. Bing. And you find yourself, all of a sudden, you see that mote of light grow immensely. Uh-huh. As you all of a sudden are teleported from where you were to hundreds, thousands of feet in front of where you just were. You have the power of
3: teleportation. Whoa! Incredible! Your zoomies have reached a whole new level. <laughs> uh, this was my biggest dream too. This is exactly
0: what I wanted. You guys looking ahead at that mode of light see a small Steve Jobs sized speck in front of it <laughs> as all of a sudden Steve Jobs is way in front of you guys. Uh, Smooth Rudy, go ahead and roll on the quantum power <coughs> stick.
2: I got a five.
0: You've always seemed like you're part liquid, but now you really are... <laughs> Feline duality. You have been able to move in and out of small spaces all your life. You've been able to climb quickly and burrow quickly when you wanted. You had a complete control of your body. But as you are moving in the space, you stretch out a little bit and you feel your arms begin to stretch further. You All of a sudden, you look and way off in the distance, you see this Steve Jobs-like speck and you kind of reach out for it and you feel your paw going and going and going, and you feel your body getting more, less viscous, and then more viscous, and becoming, you feel it harden and then soften. You feel yourself move from solid to liquid to gaseous state all at once, as you all of a sudden f- fly forward in this like gaseous, partially liquid state, and find yourself immediately next to Steve Jobs as your body is roiling in this. Quite frankly, any state of matter that you can think of in any moment, whatever feels the easiest and best for you, you find yourself instinctively doing it.
2: Hey, gang, something feels weird. I feel smoother than ever before.
3: <laughs> Smooth, Rudy, that was sick. Guys, <laughs> wait, wait for me, wait for me.
1: I feel like um, Brownie is very used to being a copycat, being able to do whatever it else is doing. <laughs> So she's stretching her arms out as long as she can, trying to be like, I can stretch to reach them.
0: As you stretch (laughs) to try to reach them, you accidentally find yourself like rolling over. Like you accidentally decide (laughs) to do a somersault. And as you do, you just let out the smallest meow. And find yourself rocketed towards them. You have not been able to feel any sense of movement in here, but any bit of wind that may have existed that seemed to be almost negligible, you feel in full force as you fly forward, slam into these two. Hey guys! You guys find yourself rocketing towards that mode of light. That mode of light that was a quarter sized for the past 15 minutes is now very quickly expanding to the size of the sun. And all of a sudden you find yourselves you fly through this moat of light into the liminality as you guys kind of adjust your eyes you kind of look up it's bright and you've just been in this space of not darkness but absence this space between the space between you find yourself now in this new space as you adjust your eyes to the light what is it that you guys see what does the liminality look like where is it the cats go when they lose a life
4: oh man
2: i feel like uh you know the first thing that rudy locks his eyes onto is a like a cat tree but it's made out of clouds like the backgrounds in disney's hercules yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah
0: next to next to one of those trees you see a tumbleweed uh, flies down the street, but the tumbleweed is made of balls of yarn. <laughs> 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 Brownie, what do you see?
1: Oh, man. Um, I think the the ground is um, a mix of like, there's grass, but it's <laughs> like very soft uh, like a furry blanket sort of Mm -hmm. or like a rug um, Mm -hmm. almost but it looks like grass and then there's just like little I don't know what better way to describe this other than a harem where there's like little um, patches of like piles of pillows and blankets and other sorts of like lounge areas (laughs) sure sure Of uh, lots of little pillow forts and and uh, piles of comfy, cozy things you could like burrow into.
0: Yeah, as you kind of like rub your eyes with your little with your little paws, you look up and see, still kind of like in you. You look around and like this looks kind of like Coney Island, a little bit. Like you kind of see a large structure and you're like, "What is that?" And all of, the, all of a sudden, you realize that the the Wonder Wheel. Is still there and still the same size, but made entirely of pillows. And uh-huh. now it makes so much more sense that like the cats, this these like, spectral quantum cats are like climbing underneath it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you look around and all of the buildings are these like this harem of pillows and cozy little areas. And there aren't any doors anymore. It's just like areas you can burrow through <laughs> uh, with a like entrance sign saying like
3: Hey, welcome! Come on through. Just burrow right through. Little cat flaps.
0: Uh, yeah, little cat flaps everywhere. Steve Jobs, what do you see?
3: I I see just like a full street of everything's a bodega. <laughs> <laughs> and every all bodega is owned by cats.
0: You see a bunch of pillow fort bodegas, yeah. all of them advertising various types of cat foods and churros yeah. and crunchies and gushies. And, and all of them have like, you know, this little like bubbler water fountains out totally. front. Totally. And each one out front, there's like an old man cat who's like sitting there yes. smoking, yes. smoking, yeah. uh, smoking a catnip cigar. Exactly. And each one is just like, ah, "The kids these days, they don't, they don't know what I had to go through to open up this shop."
4: <laughs>
0: and then you see like this, uh, you know, a wife behind each one who's like, "He doesn't have to do the hard work. We do all the hard mm-hmm. work. They know." Mm-hmm. So <laughs> like, you don't even know they're all playing dominoes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: except their version of dominoes is they just sort of bat one and then the next guy bats another one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah, it just slowly kind of makes a mosaic of dominoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's no rhyme or reason to the game. No, (laughs) no. But if you play it long enough, you figure out who wins. Mm -hmm. You guys find yourself in here and you hear the voice of Heidi kind of ringing out through this this moat of as you turn around what looks to be just like a black dot in the sky, clearly like where you came through. She goes...
4: Good luck. Thanks, Heidi! You're welcome! welcome.
2: <laughs> Rudy, Rudy looks up above the black dot and notices that there's like a giant cosmic cat's tail going straight up over it.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you guys have truly gone through uh, the fullest experience uh, of a cat and come right out the ass end of it <laughs> into the liminality. You guys find yourself in this space. You see there are a bunch of, like, cats around. And you see off in the distance there is a kind of, like, kind of force field that you know is the limits of this, like, spectral sanctuary that Heidi has set up. But it's not a very large sanctuary. Like, you see it, it's only a couple hundred feet in the distance. And everyone, this space is beginning to get crowded. Like, there's there's a reason that cats are playing on the Wonder Wheel. A, it's fun. And B, you are surrounded by cat lives. They all kind of regard you as one of their own. They don't seem to, like, notice that you seem any different. You see yourselves kind of in this slightly spectral form. You see a bit translucent and transparent. The world looks much as it did, but wildly different as well. And you know what your mission is, and you know where you are supposed to go. What do you guys do?
1: Oh, guys, I really, really want to play on the Ferris wheel, but I feel like we got to get back. Can we still take the subway? If we're in... Ever in here? You think we can fly?
2: There's only one way to find out.
3: Oh, boy. Let's give it a go. Let's do it. Ready? Set? Stretch?
1: <sighs> do we do it? Are we there.
0: You see, one of these bodega owners comes up with a, a catnip cigar and goes, You trying to fly? Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you can't fly here.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I know. It seems like you should be able to fly in like this place, but nah. It's you can you can jump really high though. Try try to jump. Jump really high. Yeah.
1: Wait. Okay. I. <laughs> Brownie started of does the like butt wiggle mm-hmm. like thing where she's like <laughs> looking up at something like very like kind of making a jump and the being like no reset reset it wasn't that wasn't the form That wasn't huh and then she jumps up into the air.
0: Uh, go ahead and roll dice four for me.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Brian, would you believe that there's three more ones? <laughs> and no sixes?
0: And no sixes?
1: I'm going to, all right, I'm going to burn one <laughs> with memory. Okay. Of a past life. God, oh, no, because it won't even matter because I would need to roll three of them. Ah, sh- uh, this is. Getting way small, way fast, friends.
2: (laughs) As a Hellcat, I'm only allowed to re-roll my own rolls, right?
0: Uh, Rules as written, yeah. However, you could spend some of your past lives to help re-roll the dice if you want. Hmm. Um,
3: Can I do that too or no? uh,
0: You have it slightly differently. You can actually spend your lives that you have left Uh to re-roll any dice. Oh. You could re-roll some of the ones, but you are- actively spending your lives rather than just reminiscing on past lives. So it's, it's a more powerful ability, Mm -hmm. but it comes with a bit of a higher cost.
3: What's, Ah. what is the best case scenario we get not ones and we continue our mission? I guess what are we, yeah, what's, what's the pros and cons? Smooth Rudy and Brownie cannot re-roll ones, correct? We can
1: roll everything except for ones or sixes? correct. So I think either that we would roll some of the other dice and hope that it's a six Uh or we can re-roll probably two or one, I'm sorry, or three of the ones and hope that they're anything other than a one. Okay. Okay. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you want them to be sixes, but uh, if they're not, Ones, then it's a mixed success slash we just lose fewer dice. Right. Okay. Fewer dice go into the box.
0: What do you want to do?
1: Oh, man. I'm happy to to spend a a life memory to re-roll one of the extra, like one of the not ones. I don't know if it's going to make that big of a difference, but I'm happy to
3: do it. I'm also happy to spend a life. I feel like- our mission is more important than one ninth of my life. All right, so then
1: maybe you re-roll one of the ones and right. I'll re-roll one of the other dudes.
3: I love it. Teamwork
1: is dream work. Jobs, Rudy, jobsy.
2: Rudy's gonna sit back and watch what happens first and then maybe maybe step <laughs> in obsessed. if the situation. Okay. Yeah.
3: Obsessed. I got Ooh. a six. Hell yeah. yeah.
2: From a
0: one to a six.
4: And God. Oh wow!
0: So it's wow. Too, okay. So you've gone from a complete failure losing Holy three shit. dice to a yeah. complete success losing no dice. This guy, you see him, and he's like, oh, "Wait,
1: do I have to tell you what my memory was that I used?"
0: Oh yeah, what was your memory?
1: So, um, because it was a success, <laughs> it's again from when Brownie was was uh little and was previously remembering like her trying to leap up and she doesn't make the leap and there was one particular bookshelf that she really wanted to get up onto and it was really high up there and it was like a little bit slippery because it's like wood and so there's nothing to grip onto when you get up there and the first time that she really she did the perfect little butt wiggle perfect little whoop and she gets up on top of the shelf. Yes. <laughs> you remember <laughs> the, the view form. was incredible.
0: <laughs> you, you remember the form and as you go to kind of make this practice leap, Steve Jobs, yeah. you you immediately clock what this guy's doing. Yeah. This guy spot clocks you guys as like new to the area uh-huh. and is fucking with you. <gasps> you immediately see that like, you look around, there's no cats that are jumping high. Like some other cats are jumping, they're jumping regular. Yeah. And you see him like waiting to literally like pull the rug out from under her uh, as like a prank. You see like his wife is in the back and is like, Uh, This again, okay? He's got the shitty grin on. He's got his kitten claws on the rug that is directly beneath her feet Uh because there's rugs everywhere. Yes. Um, (laughs) What do you do to uh, subvert his his dastardly plan? I
3: uh, I again go for the ankles. I um, (laughs) your signature move. Yep, my signature move. Nothing to nothing to hurt him, but all four of his little paws, I give some I give some scratches, focusing on the paws that are on the rug.
0: Brownie, as you do this perfect butt move and go to leap, you feel for a moment, you see his eyes kind of go like narrow in this kind of like devilish way he moves to pull back the rug out from under you and as he does you see a flash as Steve Jobs like tackles him by the ankles and, <laughs> and kind of claws at him. He goes, oh, oh, fuck. get off me, get off me. <laughs> and you leap. You get like a pretty good leap. It's definitely nothing otherworldly but you leap and then land directly on top of this guy. Um, he's <laughs> laying down on the ground. All the bodega cats are like laughing at him. All their wives are laughing at him. Um, and you see that above it says uh, he is the owner of the Lorimer Gourmet, but it just happens to be located <laughs> in Coney Island. Uh, you land on the ground. He, he's just like, oh, get off me, get off me. He kind of like quickly brushes himself off and goes, oh, fucking newbies. Uh, and he kind of saunters back into his bodega, trying to like maintain some semblance of dignity. But as he does, he kind of brushes himself off. You see a familiar yellow card land on the ground. You see a subway token, or a subway card.
1: Yeah, Rui, I suppose, Rui, I feel like this is one of those instances where you're talking about, like, not trusting people, maybe waiting a little bit. Maybe I should have waited before I did some leaps.
2: You live and learn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I've been doing that. Um, I'm running out of those, though. Um... <laughs> what is it, shiny?
0: You grab it, and you see, instead of MTA, it says Meow T A.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and as you pick it up, there is a like ping on the card and you see off in the distance, there is like a pew, pew of the nearby Coney Island stop still just inside the the edge of this zone of protection that Heidi has set up.
1: Oh, so are we going to have to go outside
3: the zone of protection? I guess she said it'd be dangerous. Hey, we got to be brave and yeah. we got to remember this is for all of Cat-humanity? Cat man Cat- manity, Cat- Cat- <laughs> Cat- Cat-manity? <laughs>
2: you got this, kid.
3: Cat-manity doesn't make sense, but it sounds good. But we could also feline- So feline <sighs> Yeah, yeah. Very important to me that we could- You know, I think I'm going to stick with cat-manity. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Pause yeah. in. Yeah,
2: pause it. <laughs> pause it.
3: All right, team. Uh, cats, cats. <clears throat> and then we go. And then we go. And then we do it.
0: You guys find your way on the the Q train, heading back into Manhattan to transfer to the L <laughs> <laughs> to get yep. back to South Williamsburg. Totally.
1: just uh, for really me in charge of the like directions city, guys. It makes me feel like, like a real, real rough and tumble key, like, real outdoor New York key.
3: Yeah, I I do. You know, I'm not gonna say that you um, shouldn't keep singing "Broadway is Dark Tonight" by the Google Goo Dolls on the subway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I am gonna say, like, it just be, song be of mindful of it, <laughs> or give my regards to Broadway. It just really does put a target on your back. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, I I really um respect and treasure your um, enthusiasm. That's great. just mm-hmm. great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, your passion is great, but, you know, you just gotta be careful, you gotta, gotta keep your head on a swivel out there, you don't want to be a target.
1: Right, yeah, Yeah. head on a swivel, head on a swivel. I feel like she's just…
2: Okay, we 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 may be (laughs) overcorrected.
1: No, gotta look at all the things. Zoom, 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 zoom.
0: As you are looking around at all the things, it strikes you as you kind of make your way back towards Manhattan, and then back into Brooklyn because of your circuitous directions. <laughs> uh-huh, um, uh-huh. You got on this train, this, and also the, the subway trains here are all comfy couches. Like all the seats are couches oh, and all gosh. of the handles are all like cat tower type yes. things. You can climb like, and, and crawl.
1: towers you can scratch at. Um,
0: yeah, all of, all of the cushions are absolutely torn up. Uh-huh. When you boarded the train, there were some of these spectral cats with you as you got in Manhattan. There were some. As you make your way back into Brooklyn, you see the stations getting emptier, and emptier and by the time you get to your stop you don't see anyone on the platform waiting. Your subway car is empty and as you make your way up the stairs into uh, South Williamsburg you look around and see a ghost town. You don't see any cats frolicking. You don't see any bodega owners smoking their catnip cigars. You don't see the The other Lorimer gourmet that's right here (laughs) seems completely abandoned and actually seems like it's been egged a whole bunch (laughs) in the past. Um, There's a lot of like graffiti, like, ah, dogs rule. You've only been in this world for a little while, but every minute you've been here, it's been like lots of cats or some cats, and it's felt familiar and fun and even like better than you felt in a while. You've felt this camaraderie that you haven't. Back here, you feel like you are back where you started. There's no one around.
1: All these cushions are suspiciously whole. There's no scratches, no stuffing coming out.
2: I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. Head on a swivel, gang.
3: Yeah. This so spooky.
2: What are you
0: guys looking for? Where are you guys
2: going?
1: we will go to find the, that laundromat. Um... Oh, yeah. Forgot
3: about the laundromat. Yeah. Um, That's a exactly what we're looking for
1: I think uh, Brownie waits for Smooth Rudy to maybe like get ahead a little bit and then um, sidles up to Jobs and like um Jobs do you want to maybe like go over to like the alleyway where your mom used to hang out and see if like maybe this is where she's been
3: hanging out you know I was kind of wondering if she, this is where she was if she was like you know she disappeared and yeah. whatever this is and then it would be kind of cool to see the old painting again painting of Steve Jobs mm-hmm. your namesake my namesake yeah hey uh, hey Smooth Rudy
2: yeah what's up
3: can we make one quick pit stop turn right here down this alley
2: this particular alley this alley where Siri used to hang out
3: just just to see. I I have to take a shit.
2: <laughs> oh, by all means.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, Rudy, we're in, like, a scary place. And, like, sometimes you just need a safe place to do your business. And so, uh, let's just let... Uh, jobs, uh, you know, is, is real rough and tumble. And, like, I learn a lot from Jobs. But also, Jobs is a kitten. Like, let him have a little
3: safe space, you know?
2: Hey, so good by me. I got... Bad memories of this particular alley. If anybody wants to take a shit on it, find by me.
3: I've darted down this alley and I'm I'm exploring and, and looking around and I find I do find a painting of Steve Jobs. <laughs> Except in this I feel like in this world it's like Um a cat, Steve Jobs. Yeah, it, it,
0: in the real, in the original painting, it's Steve Jobs holding a cat like Marlon uh-huh. Brando in The yeah. Godfather. But this, it's reversed. <laughs>
3: reversed, exactly, exactly, exactly.
0: It's <laughs> just a cat cradling like a baby Steve Jobs, yes. but with regular Steve Jobs face. <laughs> and the cat is also like taking a picture of him on his iPhone.
3: Yes. Oh my god.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. As you go down this alley, go and roll the dice ball for me. The all of them. Uh, yeah. As you kind of look around, um, see how successful you are in like finding something.
3: Six, six. No ones. No ones, two sixes. Okay. Huzzah.
0: You run down this alley, and as you're looking around, you find the spot where you were born and and like raised a little bit, and Mm -hmm. a spot that you came back to a lot throughout your life. Now with this fun inversion of (laughs) Steve Jobs' portrait, which you you enjoy. Behind the dumpster, you kind of push the dumpster to the side the way you did. You're a bit stronger now than you were as like a baby kitten but you're still not particularly strong. You kind of like elbow your way through it to kind of get Uh back here and as you do the dumpster that seems unchanged kind of wheels a bit and on the back you see scratches all over it but you don't see scratches like something clawing at it. You see very regular ticks of someone scratching days past. Four ticks and a slash, four ticks and a slash and you see dozens if not hundreds of these
3: slashes.
1: We find out down there, Jabsy.
3: Um guys, I know I'm just a kitten, but I'm seeing I'm developing a theory. <laughs> There's a lot of tally marks, and all of them add up to three months <laughs> all of them add up to three months and and six three months and six days okay so that would be what three times three is nine, 90 plus one, 31 months 31 <laughs> day month so 91 plus six days nine. there's 97 total tally marks, the exact number of days <laughs> my mom has been missing <laughs> uh, do we find that weird? oh does it does it look like her claws? Yeah, yeah, it does. Some of the tally marks are a little um <laughs> uh, have a little uh um uh, like a little dent in them, and one of her claw one of her claws uh, <laughs> it was sort of like mm, kind of like, si- like, like a like little a gnarled. Sign- little yeah, 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 sort of thing. yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So all signs point to yes.
4: Oh no!
3: But they stopped. At 97. 97.
0: I will say, you count up the ticks again and you kind of do the math in your head and you're like, 97, that's about when she left. And then you kind of think again. You're like, oh, wait a minute, but there was like February was a leap year. And you kind of like, you do a <laughs> right, couple of right, things. Yes. Um, there's a few days unaccounted for here. And you see the. you kind of like look and you see where the older scratches are have been like rusted over a little bit with time and the newest scratches are fresh but not today fresh Yeah, you kind of do a bit of you know backtracking calculus and you realize this scratch has got to be like a couple of days old maybe a week old you would think that this last scratch might be it might have been made around the time cats' lives were starting to disappear
3: yes okay if I'm putting everything together, I I feel like my mom has been missing since for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She might have something to do with or know about why these lives why are these lives missing? She is so knowledgeable. She taught me so much stuff.
2: Knowledgeable? Do you
3: think she's not too knowledgeable. And Aunt Brownie you got. You gotta admit, my yeah. mom wasn't Superman. She wasn't. Su- she. W- she had flaws. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. Sometimes she like made some choices.
2: You guess so. That He's... woman was flaws with claws.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. You were right. Exa- thank you so much for Rudy for finding that.
1: I don't know. I mean, she was first kitty, first outdoor kitty who was really nice to
3: me. She was. But nice doesn't mean good. Uh, I know I'm just a kitten, but I'm not stupid. You guys, I think my mom is behind this.
1: (laughs) Oh, Josie, it's gonna be okay. No, I bet your mom's just like, like yeah, she made some choices and stuff. But I'm sure it's uh, maybe she was like trying to fix it. Maybe, maybe um. It's
3: okay, Jobsy. You're gonna this is, it's gonna exactly be exactly okay. why we were the three that were put to the task because we are the ones that can stop her. Uh, assuming she is, you know, behind all of this. Oh no. Wait, but who's our villain? Oh, fuck <laughs> oh no. Rudy,
1: I know that she maybe wasn't the best to you sometimes, but like, you don't think she'd steal other kitty's lives, do you?
2: I wouldn't put anything past that woman, oh. not a single thing.
1: You guys should just maybe call out, see if she's around. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my haunting oh. meow.
4: <gasps> yes.
0: Go ahead and roll I'm the dice To have pool. it
1: echo out in hopes of like echolocation, finding a cat and bouncing mm-hmm.
0: it. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you tune your meow to a frequency and as you do you see the hair on Steve Jobs's back kind of raise up as you kind of warble back and forth between these pitches you send this out in this kind of echo location thing go ahead and roll the dice full okay.
1: well I am not a good roller friends alright so that's two ones three four four fours Woo! Two twos and a five. Oh that feels like a success to me. It is
0: very much not a success. Do you want to? <laughs> hey. Do you want to try to augment the rolls anyway? Hey.
1: For five, left that I can reminisce about. Yeah, I'm gonna use one to re-roll a dude. Okay, go ahead and re-roll. Um, I'm trying to think about what my my life story is. Um, oh, it's a three. <laughs>
0: As you are trying to control this power, you feel it kind of gurgle up in the back of your throat. And Smooth Rudy, as you hear this kind of weird pitched thing kind of uh, emanate from Brownie, you instinctively step back, almost recoil, and your foot hits directly.
4: Squeak! (laughs) You look down
0: and you see a puppy chew toy directly beneath your feet, as your meow kind of is about to go out, this squeak rings out. You swallow back your meow as the squeak echoes through these these empty streets and hallways. Squeak, squeak. Somewhere in the distance, you hear.
1: Oh, guys, I might have told a dog we're here. Oh, my bad.
2: Typical Siri, even getting us into trouble when she's not around. <laughs> oh, no.
0: And, um, Smooth Rudy, as you're kind of in this alleyway and you you hit this squeaky toy, you are very familiar with this alleyway because Siri used to hang out here. This was like kind of your guys' hangout. You chilled here all the time. And you were like back getting in trouble, a young Hellcat. And this was also the place where you were meant to meet up when your getaway captain of Siri didn't show and you got caught you hear this squeak emanate out you hear this growl somewhere in the distance and then you hear the sound of paws running towards you from a couple of angles you guys hear this sound getting closer and closer and closer what do you guys do
2: hey come on I know a back way out of here
0: okay okay
2: and I point to, like, a uh, like a sewer grate.
0: You go to a sewer grate. You reach your your paws underneath. You kind of, with your, like, uh, liquid ability, or are able to kind of, like, get under this thing and pull it. Go ahead and roll the dice pool. Down to seven.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got one, 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 six. One, 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 six.
0: Ah. Um, so it's a mixed success. So the one will go into the box. Unless you want to try to augment anything.
3: Um.
2: I mean, I gotta. I don't have to pay to use my Hellcat power, right? I can just use it. No, that's just a thing you can do. Let's do it.
0: Let's roll these dice. Okay. Um, as you a can Hellcat, re-roll you can. All of them. You can re-roll all the dice. Whatever the result is, is the result. There's no augmentation
2: that can change it. Scary. Well, There's that counts.
4: Six. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Let's go, gang.
0: And that's it for part one of this Schrodinger's Cat playtest. Tune in next week to see if this feline trio can rescue their lost lives, or if they're about to lose the rest of them. You can follow the show on Twitter at MyFirstDungeon, and if you want to learn even more about all the cool stuff we're doing, I highly encourage you to subscribe to the 20-Sided Newsletter, our bi-monthly newsletter about TTRPGs, game design, and all the cool things going on in this great community subscribers get access to extended interviews with our guests as well as articles and exclusive first looks at games that elliot and i are designing and so much more and if you like this show the very best way you can support us is by going to your podcast player right now clicking follow and leaving us a review it really really does help more people find the show and it lets us know that you like what we're doing and as always remember if you're having fun You're already doing it right. Bye-bye, everybody.
4: You like us.
1: You really like us. At least, I assume that you do, as you've listened to every minute of this episode, and yet you haven't already left us a five-star review. Well, what are you waiting for? Get over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave that review now. It's always wonderful to hear words from our adoring fans. Getting more ratings helps people find the show and love it as well. And we love to hear your nice words. So head over to Spotify and
3: Apple Podcasts and leave us that five-star review.
1: Ta-ta!